Greetings, and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the podcast with mixed feelings following a rather luckluster E3 season. I'm your host, David Lloyd, and this episode we focus on the recent Nintendo Partner Mini Direct, and we're going to take a look to see why gems are tucked away for RPG fans. Joining me is someone who's ready to inject another Dragon Quest game into his veins. It's Casey Gibson. Oh, it looks so good. It looks so good. I'd say overall, though, for RPG fans, uh, a pretty good little mini direct. Yeah, there's a little something for everyone, as they uh, I think they might have said in yep, the direct. They, they yeah. definitely coined that because I'm pretty sure yeah. I said that on Talk Nintendo yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, And also joining us is someone who uh, probably doesn't need any more announcements as she's trying to cram in as many video games as possible over the next couple months. It's Paige Chamberlain. Uh, yeah, the amount of games that were like, oh, we're coming in October, and I'm just like, well, it's it's battle of which one gets my attention in between. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you'll have to have a game, one of those games uh, set up too for afterwards when you're up at like three in the morning and you need a distraction. Well, that's that's why the Switch is good. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I think it's a... For at least a month or two, babies can't see more than like 30 centimeters in front of their face. So I'll be able to play games without messing with its eyes. Oh, I was going to say, you're going to have to hold the switch super close to its face then. So it can see the, <laughs> yeah, all see that good RPG goodness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, I watched through the uh, prequels and originals of Star Wars uh, all back to back with both kids, actually. Mm-hmm. Um. How many years apart are they? 18 months apart. Oh, man. Oh, so wow. you did. That's a marathon right there. Back to yeah. back. Yeah. It was probably six six days in a row, too, because it's uh, early on. There's a lot of, oh, the baby's up. Oh, all right. Get up. It's like <laughs> two in the morning. I'll restart watching episode four. Yeah. I'll just throw up. So I'll just throw episode four up on the television. We'll, uh, you know, we'll just start a rocking in the chair and, uh, and are, are enjoy. They big, uh, are they Star Wars fans? Uh, I don't not. I wouldn't. Not they've seen it, but uh, I wouldn't call them fans. Per se. You, you got to play it um before they come out because you know they can hear things. So you need to. Well, then, yeah, I was going to say you were subconsciously, yeah. just like injecting them with Star Wars goodness. Uh, <laughs> you know, by osmosis, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So what Paige is saying is that uh currently she's playing her Switch while it's propped on her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> With the with the speakers on full blast, yeah, got the the Shimamura, uh, you know. Well, I was going to say, yeah, so many good RPG soundtracks to to lullaby a baby to. Hmm. If you pick up uh, Xenoblade, I assume uh, it's Mitsuda again. I don't know for sure, but I still it still has not clicked with me that Xenoblade Three is that like it's so close. Yeah, well, you know a, a month mean? today, like, a month today. Yeah, I guess, as I was alluding to before we were recording with moving and stuff, I've just, and then wedding before that, I feel like I've just been stressed for like the last two months, you know? So it's like, I just, everything's been like, I haven't looked forward far enough. And then, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the pros of that is Xenoblade's right around the corner and it's not me sitting around jonesing for it, you know? Um, mm. Like, so, actually, I feel like I haven't had that in a while where like a game was truly... Just like you couldn't contain yourself waiting for it. It's going to feel like a big reward when you finally get it. You'll be like, you know, all the all the crap I had to trudge through and all the the stress and anxiety. And and that is just. Yeah. Oh, Xenoblade. Relief. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Yeah. 
And it, but it's funny because I've been playing some really good games. I've been playing, you know, Ease Nine is awesome. I'm still working through that and Returnal and and just I feel like every game I've been playing lately has been really good. But yeah, maybe maybe it's just because it's like anything to take my mind off life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How about you, Pager? Is are you trying to cram some uh, get some backlog out of the way uh, before the baby comes along, or is it just um, trying to get uh, all, all the new stuff just keeping you busy enough? Uh, well, I'm trying to work on stuff. I've got a bunch of overdue reviews for my own YouTube, so it's like get all those done before the baby comes. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise um, it might be two years down the road. <laughs> Yeah, so um, unfortunately, a couple of those are horror games, so I'm not really supposed to play that. But <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to being slack. My, my dad used to do that when I was younger. He'd be like, "Hey, Casey, Chucky's on," and I'd be like, "Ooh, <laughs> Rugrats," you know, and I'd run out and be the little killer doll. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, uh, I definitely me. had nightmares of that one. <laughs> Thanks, well, Dad. Yeah, I have to do that now. The last. Uh, the last Sony State of Play, uh, so the the kids are watching, and I think that was the last one was the one that had like all the Resident Evil, and then there was mm. there was like Dead Space uh, sequel oh, or whatever. Oh yeah, Cle- and, that Kles- Kleco Klexco or something. Yeah, They're the one that looks like Dead Space. Yeah, um, it seemed like every other game. I was telling the kids like, okay, put you know, don't look at the earmuffs. screen. Put your earmuffs. <laughs> don't look at it. Now, are you that like? When can they play a scary? Like if if one of your how old are they again? I mean I know they're young. Uh, yeah, eleven and nine. So okay, eleven. That's encroaching Resident Evil territory. I'd say <laughs> like when yeah. he's 13, 14, you're gonna let him play a little little Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, you know if he wants. Like I don't play Resident Evil, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, hey dad. Fantastic. Resident Evil. You're like, yeah, all right, I'll be in the other room. Yeah. He'll be he'll be uh, at school telling his friends about uh, Lady Demistry or whatever name yeah, is, yeah. and uh, oh. the kids will be like, "Your parents let you play that?" And like, my dad's a suck. He doesn't play. He doesn't play these Resident Evil games. He doesn't even know He's about her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As I say, yeah, maybe I remember for me, just Resident Evil is like my neighbors had him, and I would be afraid. Like I remember sleeping over their house, and just like the game case was on the floor, and like and I'd be like, "Oh my god." so scary but i think that's why i like them so much you know like i was so afraid of them younger that like now it's like now i just feed into it there was some kind of demon game that i was playing like uh, recently i can't think of what it is now (laughs) but it was like one of the like a persona type game where there was like demons on screen or something and i think my daughter came down and she's like ah and she's (laughs) like how do you play this before bed dad and i'm like ah you know this is nothing yeah yeah this but, is a jrpg this is par for the yeah. course this is nothing this is i'm de- been desensitized to this i i did the same thing as your daughter to my brother when he played resident evil 2 on the n64 it was like i mean it might not have been midnight but it was probably like 11 11 30 at night and i was like brett you are out of your mind i am going to bed sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh i wish i could remember what game it was it wasn't even that that uh that's scary. That's scary of a game, but it was it was some something to do with demons. All it needs is yeah, de- I guess as a little one, right? Demons in general, like you, you hear the word demon, and it's just it's sort yeah. of ingrained to be scary, you know. It's the zombie games that get me. I'm not uh, not a big fan of those. I I had to push through uh, Last of Us Two, and uh, I I got up. I got annoyed whenever there was so it kind of like uh, you know you you go into a section and you'd have like the zombie type 
enemies and then you go into a section and it would be like the other faction of humans and, and like, i'd be shoot. so glad that i'd be like i get to shoot the humans i've had enough of these damn zombies jumping out of freaking nowhere trying to bite my head off i was like i'll i'll shoot a few humans thank you very much see it's funny nowadays and i guess we're as we continue to yap on about <laughs> scary games on a nintendo <laughs> direct episode here but um See, I find like the psychological stuff, like Silent Hill, to me, is way scarier than Resident Evil. Like, yeah. like, oh, I remember playing um, Silent Hill at this point. It, it was in 2012. It was a decade ago. But at that point, you know, I was what, like 22. Um, I remember being scared. I need new drawers after playing that game, man. <laughs> Woo. Just so freaky. Like you go into the school and then all of a sudden the floor's great. And oh, God. That game's scary. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? It might have been Diablo Immortal I was playing, actually. Mm. Well, then she might have just been afraid for your wallet. <laughs> yeah. No, Dad! <laughs> My college. My oh, college yeah. tuition. I want to eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's macaroni this week. <laughs> uh, it's actually fun. Yeah, yeah. Butter noodles again, Dad? Um, yeah. It's funny, actually. I was reading, or I actually I was listening to YouTube. Apparently... Like, you know, the $100,000 was the like, oh, you need $100,000 to max out your character. But apparently there's a like an uber whale mechanic after that point where you <laughs> unlock another thing that lets. And, and now they're they're guesstimating a, a half a million dollars. Oh, just sell your house and you'll get the you get the fancy character on your mobile game. Yeah. Huh? Did you say your hair? House. Oh, I was uh, well. I don't have one of those either. So <laughs> there are a couple livers. Yeah, <laughs> liver to kidney. Oh man. Well, but yes. So we'll, we'll uh, transition from the piranhas at uh, Blizzard onto uh, the the folks at Nintendo, and we're going to talk about. I guess we did an episode. I guess it was on the state of play recently, if a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. We're kind of in E three season, I guess you call it. Um. We didn't really do anything on like the what was supposed to replace E3, which is like, I don't even remember what it was called, but the Jeff Keighley Games Summer Games, Summer Games Fest or uh, something, whatever they call it. I heard that yeah. was a real stinker. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's the thing is like, I don't remember anything being announced that I, I was even remotely, uh, you know, interested in. It just seemed like stuff I've already knew about or something. And, and it never go, bodes well when uh, beforehand they're like, yeah, everyone should temper their expectations. <laughs> The one mm. good thing of that was that they announced the Turtles game was coming a week after the presentation. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's. I remember. I didn't watch it, but I know. You know, I I saw some reaction from people who generally, you know, they're they're Keeley fans, and they're like, you know, th- this was just it felt unnecessary. You know, and and maybe since it's the first year, you know, they got to iron out the kinks or whatever. But at the end of the day, now it's just with Nintendo Direct State of Play, like these companies can do their own thing you know they don't need a game show or a big conference like that you know and i think the game awards are all right i mean again the only reason we watch them right oh because you know there's going to be at least a few like at least one or two like hype moments of a reveal um but the worst thing with that is like half the time they just brush over like the more interesting awards anyway like, oh, oh best yeah. JRPG. They, takes, they Oh, they did it in a commercial they, break, you know? It's like... Yeah, it's like, they take so long with the ads and then, like, 
they go through three different categories in like 10 seconds. Yeah, they're like, congratulations to so-so and so-so and so for this and that. All right. Yeah. World premiere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Let's yeah. get to the paying ads. Yep. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no. Well, even it is this sad year, that there uh... was no true E3. You know, it was missed, even though I know everyone sort of has been sort of doing their own thing, you know, in the E3 vein. But I, it just I seems hope like it comes this back. year was a write off because everything's so behind. Like, it's basically like every game that was announced last year has been delayed to next year. So it's like all of last year's E3 announcements we're still waiting on. So it's like, well, you know, you can't yeah. really start announcing stuff when you haven't even released the stuff you announced last year. So it's mm-hmm. it, yeah, the, it's the almost like a lag is real. Oh, well, yeah. we, we talked about, I think, at the end of the State of Play video was um, that like I wasn't sure there was going to be a Nintendo Direct because like Nintendo's own games are pretty well covered for the next couple of months. So what we got instead was a Xenoblade Direct and a partner showcase. So it was, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You, you called it, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because we did get two Directs. It just weren't the regular Direct. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I tell you what, though, I mean, obviously, we're going to get knee deep in all the games sort of shown off here, but it was a pretty good direct. I know a lot of them are sort of ports, right? But mm. they're like big time ports coming to the Switch and, and we got some new stuff, too. Um, But overall, I again, it, it wasn't like an oh, my God, this was like knocking my socks off or anything. But overall, I mean, there are a bunch of games like that look really good. Yeah, I would think if you're like a, a Nintendo Switch only owner like if you don't ha- if you don't have a PS a PlayStation or a PC or whatever oh, yeah, I think this, this was, was a big good. deal I think this is a really big deal for for those folks I can um, agree yep for sure yeah uh and then well even then uh, and a couple of the again for for the if you already own a PlayStation and stuff like some of the some of the hype kind of got uh, taken over uh, when when because some of the announcements are just like re-announcements basically like mm-hmm, at, yeah. at the very end and stuff we'll talk about that but uh, how about you Paige what what was your overall impression of uh, this partner direct well because it wasn't live it was a bit I didn't like it I mean as much as normal because people are already posting everything I kept refreshing their YouTube page and it wasn't on there but then I went to like the American Twitter and then they had a link that worked so I was like a minute behind on everyone <laughs> Mm. But yeah, it's not live, so you didn't get the experience of like people live tweeting it and being surprised by things together. And then working like I was um, did some of the news posts on RPG site. Um, basically, as soon as the video went up, someone just posted a list of all the games all listed. So aside from the things that we'd never heard of before, nothing was a surprise to me because I looked at that list. Um, well, who's so, so I didn't, that? I didn't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was more just like a. Ah. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's more convenient for the people that have to do posts but like that. And, you know, companies were posting their announcements like a minute before the direct actually went up. And stuff. Or, or or 12 hours like Ubisoft. Yeah. Um. So it, it, like the content was good. I did know about some of the things as well. Like there was a couple like I knew a couple of the square, not all of the square things. There was like <clears throat> something I never heard of before. But I knew about Nia, and I knew that they were going to talk about Dragon Quest Treasures here. I was actually expecting more Square Enix things because there's still some stuff they're working on that's supposedly coming up this Poor year Jordan. or later. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Jordan's going to owe me that beer, I'm telling you right now. There's no way those are coming. You should have made it like a $100 bet. <laughs> yeah. A case, a case of beer, at least. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it might. Uh, I I was actually looking into it, and there's there might be some uh, laws against transporting beer over uh, provincial lines. So he might have to send me a gift card for some beer over here. Mm. But that, I, that, I'm I'm fairly confident. I'm I'm like ninety five percent confident. You're gonna pay that, that luxury beer. tax on your um, imported alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> importing within the same country. That's uh, it's fun. it's funny. Uh, I actually forgot that there was a direct. I think it went live at nine and I think at like 10 after nine, I was like, oh, right, there's a direct today. <laughs> so I went to the YouTube channel and I clicked on the, the video and then, yeah, I noticed it's like 26 minutes long and I'm like, how do they know how, like, I'm thinking like it's live, like how do they know when it's ending? And then I started dragging the thing and I'm like, well, this is different. It ain't but, live at all. Yeah, it took me a minute. To, I like went all the way to the end and I'm like, oh, this isn't live. <laughs> so yeah, that was, I. so yeah, that's the other thing too is like, so for I, I knew that the first game was um Sunbreak or Sunbreak? Yeah, Sunbreak. Yep, yeah. And I, I'm not really interested in, in Monster Hunter, so I just zoomed right ahead of it or like right to the end and I'm like, okay, here's the next one, and then I watched a bit. But then I found myself like when I was getting bored, I would just like jump jump Scroll past ahead. stuff and I'm like, ah, that, that kinda takes away like, you know, half the fun. I I, I still made myself watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I was I didn't get to watch till later in the afternoon because of work. And yeah, I started watching and yeah, I didn't skip ahead. But right in the middle of it, I was like so tired. And it was <laughs> I forgot what game. Oh, it was Return to Monkey Island. And I was like, my eyes were like fall like I was starting to fall asleep. And I was like, I put I put it on pause. And then I took a 20 minute nap with my dog. And then I woke back up and watched the rest. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it, it definitely doesn't have the same vibe as, as as a stream. But I guess, you know, Nintendo is probably really doing their best to temper expectations, right? I mean, hey, I'm a sucker too. It's like, oh, are we going to see Bayonetta 3? You know, and, and then you, you get all this hype. But they're like, hey, this is a mini direct temper expectations, you know? Like, this 25 is minutes though for mini. I, I, don't, I don't think that was an unreasonable expectation because... It said partners direct judgment. It could be second party stuff. And for example, Nintendo's publishing uh, Live Alive, even though it's a Square Enix game. So it, it's not. Yeah, I don't think it was at. I, un, but you know, I, I agree. I but but when they say it's a mini direct and then it's a pre-recorded thing, not a stream. I mean, obviously the streams are pre-recorded too. But you know what I mean? Like they just dump yeah. a video. Like to me, that was like, oh yeah, there's going to be no Bayonetta three here yeah. because yeah, if people would just scroll ahead, find it, and then like, oh, there it is. You know, I, I, that would be one I feel like would be on a, a true direct. But I feel like they were just sort of doing sort of subtle things to be like, hey, temper those expectations. There was one thing that. I didn't notice until it was pointed out and then I was like, oh yeah, and is that they don't have like people as as often in the direct, like there isn't like somebody who's like kind of hosting the direct, mm. like they don't have that person, whether it's like a marketing person or or someone at Nintendo, like, you know, Doug Bowser's not going out there and, and like introducing games, they're not doing like little things in between, it's just literally trailer after trailer, you know, yeah, one after I... another. And I was like, yeah, I, the, as soon as you say that, it's like, I, I kind of wish they did do like funny, tra fun transitions I mean, or, or better. I, or stuff since, like that. I, I mean, they do have people in some of the normal directs, but I think since like Awada died, there hasn't really been as much fun stuff in the directs when they do have people there. 
Like you mm. think back to some E3s and you've got like Star Fox puppets and things like that. Oh, my, that was so <laughs> funny. Like, the robot chicken, robot, right? Yeah, robot chicken and like... Yeah, yeah I, I miss anything. that weird, quirky Nintendo and Awada was the best, man. Ugh. Mm. Gone too soon, that is absolutely for sure. hop into the games that I think we'll go into um, the order of when they were actually uh, yeah. shown. We'll, we'll stay in the, the order of, of the, the direct itself. And um, so like I said a moment ago, uh, I'm not a huge Monster Hunter fan, but I know uh, pages for sure. And I'm pretty sure I don't know if Casey, if you, you picked up Rise, but I know yeah. you were at least a Monster Hunter fan before her beforehand. Yeah, I actually got Rise uh, pretty recently and I played through the main campaign um, this is one of those things. It's like I played four on, I, I got three a long time ago and I didn't play a ton of it. I put it like, I think like 60 hours plus into four. Then I played like I played ultimate, but not for as long. And it's one of those I like to jump in, but it, it hasn't gotten like as deep as that first experience. Uh, but yeah. rise is really fun. And this expansion looks, looks legit for sure. Yeah. Um, so they showed like they're just doing because like oh well, it's actually really released today in Australia, but they've you know it's like you know it's just about to come out so they're doing their trailer and and they showed off some of the post launch updates because they've done like a little bit of a map but this time they actually showed that um the bagel goose is <laughs> going to be one of the post um update monsters to come. Uh, I mean, it looks super good. Uh, yeah. Did you play this? You didn't play this at all, I'm assuming, David? No, no. The The only Monster Hunter I've really played is, um, I think you and I played some uh, <laughs> Generations, I think, was the one. The, like, the one on Switch, the right before Rise. I think it was Generations. Generations Ultimate. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Oh, didn't we, did we get a codes for that? I forget. I think so. I think like we did like some kind of snow boss or something. Uh, so like I think so I played that one for like a couple hours with you uh, and then I got Monster Hunter World I guess it is the one on, on oh, PC. Oh that's part of it yeah they do that for freebie I think on Xbox yeah. right? <laughs> yeah well I got it I got it for free with my um, graphics card I can't like I can't even <laughs> remember what it was but it was like buy this graphics card and you can get Monster Hunter World for free and I'm like well this isn't a selling point but I'll take a free game thank you. Um, well, you're just lucky you could get a graphics po- uh, card at that point. Yeah, it was right before the big boom, so uh, I was lucky to get it. But uh, yeah, so I, I played a little bit of Monster Hunter World on on PC, which I, I preferred that over Generations, um, just because it felt a little like Generations felt kind of slow and clunky to me, whereas World actually felt a bit better. But it's still like I've never really been a big fan of. Uh, if it, it's it's kind of the um, reminds me of uh, like Dark Souls or or uh, Demon Souls, Demon like- Souls, Elden Ring kind of combat where it's it's not like I'm used to kind of like the you know kill them with speed, but these are more yeah. of a methodical like 
like dual swords or something, one of the fast weapons. Yeah. yeah. Well, R- Rise is definitely faster pace because I-, I forget you what they call around. it, but you get like Wire a. Bugs. What was that? Silk wire bugs and the silk bind attacks. Yeah, yep, that's it. Yeah, so you could really zip around. Because, yeah, sometimes like if a, if, if a monster knocks you down and like sort of starts moving the other way, it's like, yeah, you're playing catch up. But with, the, with those things, you could sort of whip around pretty quick and it makes the combat more fluid and, and fast paced. So this might be more up your alley, but um, I wonder, they probably will, right? I'm assuming that like Rise will be discounted at some point. And then, it, it, like, um, I checked. I don't know about it now, but I'm pretty sure it was on the eShop discounted on the American eShop. Yeah, um, it would make sense. So, and then they there, also there, I there saw was, um, a year of like a European eShop sale a couple of weeks ago. So that was discounted then, and I think it it might currently still be discounted on the American eShop. Although I don't mm. know about once Sunbreak is actually launched. Yeah, and then I saw they were releasing like you could get uh, sort of upgraded armor and weapon to sort of get you through that base game quicker so you could be sort of with everyone else because I've noticed this this kind of game, right? It's almost like a like an MMO feeling of where the best time to play it is when everyone's playing it. Because, like, yeah. you know, you could go online, you can get into to rooms easily with other hunters, or, you know, ideally, right, you've got a couple friends and, and that's something you can, you know, jump on Discord and you can sort of hang out and go hunting together. And I feel like that's really when the game shines, you know, when, when you've got that co-op, like, hey, we're going out together, this is what we're going to do, and, and you sort of plan it and, and go have a, a good time at it. Yeah, it certainly seems like a good social game. Like, mm. less so. Uh, well, well, I'm sure people enjoy it solo, but it, it seems like a, a game that's probably more enjoyable with friends. You know, I've got my um, Malzino uh, Pro Controller ready to pick up, even though I'm pretty much going to play it handheld because, you know, one of us is on the TV and one of us is sitting next <laughs> to them in handheld. I think we mostly play a local connection, so we don't have random people coming into the room. And, like, uh, you know, even people that deliberately come into the room to help you often get, like, annoyed if you're doing any of the non-key quests because you've got, like, quests that actually unlock the, to the next rank and, like, other ones you can just do, and they don't. Yeah, so they're like, what the heck? You're wasting yeah. my time. And I'm you're like, like I'm, well, you joined I'm, my room, you picklehead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fashion hunting over here. I have gargoyle hats to wear. <laughs> now, Paige, did you already get, did you pre-order Sunbreak, or are you picking it up today um, or slash tomorrow? Pre-ordered it. Um, I was going to, like, the they're doing, like, um... The physical is just rise plus the code, so because um, I can get it cheaper. That like, I'm like trading in the copy of rise, mm. and then be like it sort of saves a little bit of money. Um, and then that, if yeah, you had because it's like thirty not, or forty bucks, right? The the expansion. The expansion is sixty Australian dollars. Holy! Um, but let, the on, bundle pack is like 90 Australian dollars so aside from when rice has gone on sale that if you haven't bought rice at all that would be the way to pay for it that'd be like the cheapest like you know because <laughs> then you're only getting rice for like 30 um um but yeah let's yeah in for um, um in America it is 39.99 for sun sunbreak now they did say, and yeah, and you have to have the base game to be able to play it so yes. um but they did say it is a massive expansion so it, it you know, I feel like usually these games are, you sort of get your money's worth. Like they're not going to sort of shortchange you, you know. But mm. it is definitely that's a hefty price. Yeah. 
But um, yeah. we, we, we they definitely even... they took like four of the twenty five minutes too on on this to start out as well. Yeah, yeah definitely uh, a priority for them, I'd imagine. Uh, Rise sold pretty good, so it makes sense. And that's that, that like Rise is on, on PC as well, so I guess I think that I think Sunbreak is also on PC, like at the same time launch. They're not doing that thing where they did with the world, where the PC version was constantly behind. I think it's yeah dropping the same day as well. It would but, make sense, um, yeah. The, the save data doesn't transfer, so we, we didn't, like, switch to, to PC. Although, like, uh, we were like, oh, we've got to finish Rise before Sunbreaks come out, and we, we didn't do that at all. But, you know, the, the point is if we just play a bit together, it doesn't matter if we're <laughs> caught up because we just play together. We're not, we don't need to – we're not part of some group. It's not, like, actually an MMO where we need to be up to the end content with everyone else. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll move on to uh, the next game in the list, which was uh, near. They call it Automata, I think, in the direct. I've always known it as Automata, but yeah, well, um, I call it Automata because automaton. So yeah, a robot. That's what it's from. <laughs> yeah, I think I automata. Go near autom- automata. Automata. Yeah. Automata. I'll, I'll, I'll I just square. call it near. Square, yeah, Square don't care as long as they got your money. So yep. <laughs> yeah, um, so this is the, I, I, I guess the biggest surprise to me on this one was that it's, it appears to be <laughs> natively played on the Switch. Um, so it's, I guess, impressive they were able to port it. Uh, reading that it's going to be 30 FPS uh, on the game, uh, which I, I would need to see to believe <laughs> because <laughs> there's a few of those boss fights where there's a lot going on um just the way like some of the attacks like they kind of shoot out uh multiple like orbs like a lot of the bullets are like these energy orbs and a couple of the bosses like you're talking about hundreds of these orbs on the screen and stuff it's like a bullet Uh, hell yeah so i i have a hard time believing that it's gonna stay 30 fps um like unless the game is like extremely low fidelity i don't know like it just i i don't know like I, I'm sure it'll run fine. They, I mean, they they get games on there, but it's just, uh, it'll at least be, uh, it'll at least be not as I don't. It it won't look as good for sure at, anyway on the PS4. But again, like if you're a Nintendo only person and or portable only or whatever, I I think this is a, a terrific game. Like if you haven't played it, it's definitely. Uh, like a a game worth playing in your lifetime, sort of thing. So, uh, I was good saying that, that like there's, there's new costumes. Like there needs to be saved data bonuses. Like I need, you know, because there was um in the voice of cards games there was new costume DLC. So I need like voice of card character costume DLC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that could be so, coming. That'd be hilarious. Just make it look like Ma or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, th- I'm glad again. Like I, I actually picked this one up a while ago on PS4. Uh, you know, for PS5, whatever, um, for like 15 bucks at GameStop. So it, it is one of those, I, I, I'm waiting for the right time, right? Like, oh, there's just yeah. so many damn games. Um, so I won't be getting this on the Switch because, you know, and, and I, I don't want to say don't get it on the Switch, but like if you have the means, like a PS4, you can get it dirt cheap instead of 60 bucks, you know? I think it's um, free, isn't it? Like, I thought it was one of the games that were free in the... Um or if it's in or it's in the playstation like extra collection or something something. like i i was sure that it was more or less free somewhere in in that playstation catalog somewhere 
But like, it, well, and then you picked well, up for way, fifteen yeah. bucks, and I still either think get it you for can free or dirt cheap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you can get it for dirt cheap on on PlayStation. So, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a better experience there. But like I said, if if you need it portable or if you need it on Switch because you have no other way, then it's definitely yeah, worth SD. getting. It's kind of like The Witcher, I guess. Like yeah. it's it's the worst possible way to play it is on Switch, but I mean, it's better than not playing. Yeah, the worst possible <laughs> way is still better than not. Yeah. Um. I see things like yeah, people. You know, not everyone yeah owns all the systems, things like that. Um. So it's always good to you know put them on more things. And you know, some people make comments like, "Oh, nobody buys a Switch for sports games or for these ports." And I'm like, I literally once saw somebody buy a Switch Lite, and then the games they bought were Mortal Kombat, AFL, PGA. Like it was literally just sports games and ports. <laughs> yeah. And fight, so, fight. the sports bro getting the Switch, baby. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, sport games are great. And that's why I think, um, with like, side note, with the show, right, to have the cross progression is huge. I think any sports game, like, if they're going to put on the Switch, just get cross progression because then, then people don't care. It's like if you have to play, like, a sort of poopy version, like, oh, but I could play it on my just, lunch break or on my just travel. Don't get the, just don't get the FIFAs because they're the Legacy Edition. Oh. And then it's like, right, which is literally <laughs> EA just, stinks. No, like, it's literally like... Oh, didn't EA lose the FIFA rights now? So I hope they did. I EA's they been did. their sports games yeah. have, they've been they've been sailing um, it in, you know, for free. Yeah, you pick up the, the Switch decade. and it's like Legacy, which means they've just updated the teams basically. Um, and then you pick up the year before it and it's Legacy. So it's like three or four years behind on the Switch of just being oh. <laughs> not yeah. like oh, sports games are always the same, but it's like it's literally the one from four years ago, but just <laughs> slightly updated. Mm. And then they're like. But but we also reset the uh, the mechanic where you have to collect cards, so you got to give us more money. Yeah, EA's been coasting huge. Yeah. Like even in the NHL, EA's it's like you could you could play this year's version or four years ago version, and I I bet you you couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, I used to get mad and all the time, like every year, you know, and and now it's like, yeah, I I think I got it last year when I got the PS5, you know, because I was like, ooh, you know, but. Yeah, they stink, dude. Right. So yeah, FIFA 23 will be the last EA Sports FIFA title as um, EA and FIFA went their separate ways after failing to agree on terms of a renewed contract and EA is now forbidden to use any FIFA branding. Hey, well, you know, and that's why, like, the MLB The Show is so good. It's because it... I, because it's not EA, <laughs> but it's like, you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. EA is just coasted on all their sports games and then you get all these other companies making Sometimes like different games that are good. I get interested in them and then I'll just see the comments from people that are fans of it complaining about the new one being bad. So I'm just like, oh, maybe I should go one next of the time. older games. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like those kids that pick up the $1 copies of a 10-year-old FIFA game and be like, yeah. Yeah, you, you probably have a better experience, honestly. Mm. You wouldn't get the microtransactions to I don't, buy more yeah, packs of cards. Maybe if you go far far back enough, it won't have any online stuff. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see who picks up that license, because I'd imagine... 2K's got to be foaming at the bit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> or even, like, oh. even like Sony or Xbox, uh, as like a parent company, being like, okay, we're going to buy this and we're going to find someone to do it. You know? Yeah, I guess that's with the show, right? Is PlayStation Studios. Uh, yeah. Is it Santa Monica? Yeah, no. or San Diego Studios. San, or maybe like San Diego. I think it's a then California based one. Switch. <laughs> yeah, and Xbox too. Yeah. Uh, but next up, we got Lorelai and the Laser Eyes. Um, so this is a 
<laughs> it looks cool, but it is just it looked, totally like I always like, say. I'm too dumb killer, for these puzzle like games. Killer Seven visuals or something. Like yeah, the, it, it almost the, or like um uh, like uh, Alex was saying, sort of like a No More Heroes vibe, a little bit like that. Yeah, so the that, pseudo that, games like the same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Potato the same potato. brand, yeah. but not the same <laughs> brand. But like you know, that's like people have just been comparing it to different like um grasshopper manufacture games, and I'm like, yeah, I yeah. don't like puzzle games at all. But visually, yeah, it looks I'm too cool. dumb. Yeah, same. Yeah, there. If I there wanted was, to look um, up a guide, all th- I'd just watch it on YouTube. I'm trying to remember there there was these there was this one um indie company that made these two games and they were kind of like a 2D puzzle kind of not horror but it was kind of like kind of horror esque No um they the, they were very short names and I think they were both I ended up reviewing them but I can't remember they their names cuz Sorry were they Nisa published or? I don't think so. Uh, I'm trying to like, and I'm pretty sure the second one was like black and white. I remember how it ends. It's like, it's like this, this like limbo. Yes. I think that's it. Limbo. Limbo is the first one, I think. Yes. Okay. And then the, the, the second one was the one I really liked. It's the silhouette, right? It's like a silhouette game almost. Yeah. It's really cool looking. Um, okay. That's it. Yeah. So limbo and play yeah. dead is the developer. So what's the what's the other game called? Because yep. it's the second game that uh, I really Inside. liked. Inside, that's it. See that that like Inside was good, but it, but there's these types of games are so few and far between. Like they can be such misses, and you get so few hits where it's mm. like. So I tend to stay out of them until unless I know like it's it's good it's for sure. Good but, one. Yeah. But Inside, I, I actually uh, reviewed when it first came out, and but those uh, were it was more good. like puzzle platformers right like i yes. feel like yeah like because this one seemed more like like actual puzzles yeah you know like in like, more just adventure games i can't do it i can't do them yeah but yeah no i know i know that it's probably like i probably excited a bunch of people but i'm not one of them <laughs> yeah. uh, anyone here uh, a super bomber fan I do like Super Bomberman, but um, Um, I bought the first one right mm. when it it came out right around launch. It Uh, was a launch title. It was Breath of the Wild 1-2-Switch. One of the few few launch titles. Breath of the Wild 1-2-Switch. Super Bomberman are, I think Just Dance and Skylanders may have also been. Fast RMX, baby. That was the best one. That game is still incredible. Um, I remember when the eShop had like maybe 10 games on it, the... Those were the days. Room in the night sky. Yeah, that. <laughs> that <laughs> I reviewed that. That was one of my earliest Nintendo World Report reviews. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. So I, th- I just thought it was funny. Like they're both like so next year. Which one's first, Breath of the Wild two or Super Bomberman R two? Mm. Um, I know they. I don't know if they said they were shutting it down. I'm gonna double check. Um, because they did Super Bomberman R, and then they made like an online battle royale version of it. Yeah, I remember that. It's weird. I, like I said, I like Bomberman gameplay. Like I, I like it a lot, but I just it really depends because it is it can't be a sixty dollar game. Yeah, so Super Bomberman yeah. Online is ending. Oh, um, so this is probably going to take the mantle. Yeah, so it'll be no longer playable as of December first, which is just like eighteen months after they opened the platform. <laughs> opened the <laughs> we're game we're shutting weird. down your online game. Give us, give us 60 Thanks bucks if money. you want to play it again. Yeah. 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 
Um, so I'm yeah. thinking someone said something about the like I didn't um I lost like I like Boom Men, but I don't really play it much. Um, about the Newcastle mode, so I think maybe that was on the online version where you're like building defenses and trying to maybe it's sort of like the way like I a cast, yeah, yeah, tower defense. Yeah, like oh, it seems like it, if it was team based, it must be sort of like a capture the flag kind of thing. Like you're trying to get to the other team's treasure. Yeah, here. So it's I'm looking get the uh, get the key, take the treasure. Hmm. So I guess that's the idea. And yeah, and I see like you could build your own sort of fortress walls <laughs> around it, base building, exploration, right. defense. I think strategy. playing versus got too hectic with the because if you if you're a ghost, you can bomb the other person. If you bomb the other person, you get back in the game. So it was just always like the gulag. No one was ever <laughs> getting anywhere. <laughs> and, and I was saying we need to have Super Bomb Man 64 on the um, Switch expansion pack. Oh, that would be cool. I, yeah. I, to me, I just Bomberman's a classic game, right? Like, And I, I'm glad it's coming, but this would be one maybe I'll keep an eye on it and see if it ever goes on sale or something. But I can't, like I said, if they're going to try and say, hey, this is a $60 game, it's like no I dice did for like- me. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> version like deals like so there was a bunch of konami costumes so you could be like simon belmont Bomberman and stuff <laughs> but there was also like xbox one so you're like master chief Bomberman or playstation here ratchet and clink Bomberman. <laughs> so uh, i'd be happy to see more of those costumes yeah it'd be nice it's still not 60 bucks nice for but yeah. to me that seems like a good 40 dollar game you know and even yeah. and, and even at that point i'd probably still wait for a sale just knowing me, you know, but um, but yeah. I, like I said, I love the style. I love I love the characters and stuff. So, you know, I'm happy it's coming back. Yeah. What all, what's also coming back is Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Um, I didn't yeah, realize I there were 10 of them. <laughs> yeah, I thought um, there was one game <laughs> so there's, to, there's, to learn this 10. Well, 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 they sort of did like the, the Pokemon. Game on, they did. Yeah, there's two versions. So, yeah. So there's you really don't, not you don't need 10, to turn sure. on your Wii U to get these games anymore. That's did, uh, did either of you like play any of these games back I, in the I day never, or more I recently? I never played or? a Mega Man game in my <laughs> no. Well, I've I played Mega Man, but I've Let never alone, played these, the like, Battle Network spin-off one. I, I probably don't even think I might have even seen these in person <laughs> or anything, even though I did have a GBA at the time of that being out. Um, but I have, like I said, I'm interested in it, uh, especially because like I haven't played this but i've seen people play games that are based on that combat system like um one step from eden things like that um and yeah the physical collection is going to be the whole series because i know when they did the mega man collection it was like oh part one's digital or part you know and the other parts physically you know yeah not all of them were on the same thing whereas this one the digital is going to be like two separate volumes like part one and two and then the physical i guess will come out when both are out and it'll be all of them. Yeah, I have never played any of these games either, but they they always have sort of been like one of those. I'm surprised, like I didn't buy one of these back in the day, because yeah, back you know Game Boy DS kind of era, not you know picking up one of these. But I'm not going to get the full one. But I will likely, I mean, unless if they drop, you know, and there's a ton of things going on game wise, like. I can't imagine in any world that I will ever play all of these. So one of the <laughs> collections will be more than enough for me. You yeah. just get the first collection and try the original ones. Yeah. Un- unless if I look and they say like, Hey, the the last one is the best one, you know, and then be like, all right, well, I'll just get that, you know, yeah. but I, I, I see myself getting one of these collections and, and at least giving it a whirl. Mm-hmm. 
And the next few games, we could probably skate through pretty quickly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Unless... Hold the phone. Hold the phone. <laughs> you, you Pac-Man? You Pac-Man, man? Pac-Man World looks pretty cool, man. Mm. No? It, it didn't tickle your fancy? It, it, no, there was, there was no tickling on <laughs> I said it depends on how much it costs because I'm already considering not getting Klonoa because Klonoa in Australia's retail price is more than Xenoblades is. So. Oh, jeez. Like well, well, see, this game, I don't know. I, I thought it looked really good. Like, again, yeah, like, am I going to pay 60 bucks for this? No. But this will also probably be a game that will go on sale, you know. Pretty quick. Not like that three long weeks after. Later. <laughs> But it, it's got like a shoot 'em up. It's got a platformer. Looks like some side scrolling action. Like I don't know. And, and I, I used to be a big Pac Man guy back in the day. You know. Um, again, it, it probably depends on price. But I don't know. I thought that was one of the the better trailers um, of a game. I was like, you know, didn't really think about ever too much. You know. Yeah. Uh, next we got uh, uh, Blanc or Blank. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's that Blanc looked really it's cute. Friend. But. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's in that genre of co-op games that my husband doesn't like to play with me. Like he doesn't like stuff like A Way Out and those kind of games. So I don't yeah. think I'm going to be playing it. Yeah, it well, looks super cute, but yeah, something I won't ever probably play. I think I've played too many of them too. Like I played Faye or Fee from um, the the Swedish company there, Thunderful. Yep. Um, and then there there's been a couple of them kind of like that too that i've played where it's like yeah i've kind of had my fill of these types like i'm sure it's good but it's, i just yeah uh, it's how much more can i get out of it kind of thing uh return to monkey island uh is pretty neat that uh yeah <laughs> neat in the sense that like if you were a fan of those uh, i'm happy for you but that they're doing a new one and not just being like here's another remake or whatever <laughs> yeah like well, good I for give them, a prop uh, for that, yeah. yeah. And like some of the character design, like looks cool, like the pirates and stuff. But again, it, it's an adventure game, right? Like it's just no thanks. Yeah. And Ron Gilbert comes back, which is uh, neat. So kind of yeah. like uh, you know when Sakaguchi makes games, uh, it's kind of the same excitement level for people that uh, are the fans troops. of that. Yeah, I think, like I said, I'm sure this was probably one of those announcements for for people out there that love the original. Like, oh my god, you know, like their their heads exploded. But yeah, yeah. Not, not not for me. Uh, next up is we got the a release date of October 20th for uh, Sparks of Hope, which Ooh. is yeah, I'm excited about that one. I uh, surprised like man, that that was such a surprise game for me when it, when the the first Mirror Rabbits came out. Like it, I probably would not have even bought it um well actually I technically i haven't given the money and money because i did the review for it i certainly would not have given them any money initially anyway um when it first came out because uh like the rabbits thing was like ah well, like yeah, how who, who cares about this uh and i couldn't believe how good it was like it was surprisingly I good i didn't get very far in the um first game i think i got to a point fairly early on and it was just like I was trying to look up how to get past the point. And I was like, I was going to have to completely redo my entire skill trees to get past this boss battle. Mm. And I was like, I didn't like the idea of having to, you know, <laughs> it, it didn't seem like that kind of game, you know, the certain games where you've got to like, just go right into the menus and tinker around things to get through it. I, I didn't like that. I couldn't like that. I had to go about it a specific way. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed that first one. And, and I just I'll never forget, right, the, that one developer when they showed it off, because right Nintendo World Report was the one that sort of blew the door off that game. Right. Initially with the 
the leak or the whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember them like showing him and like everyone was so pumped and he was like in the, the crowd crying, you know, because every, like the reception was so well. But it's yeah. just a game like you could tell. I mean, the, the first one, of course, we're speaking of like they put so much love and passion and, and care. I liked for, how the know. environments looked. They're really cool. <laughs> like, yeah, just it just it, it felt like detail. a Nintendo game, but also an Ubisoft game. And it just it worked. And, and I'm this game looks super good. So did you play yeah. the DLC? I did not. I, and it stinks because it was the Donkey Kong DLC, right? Which and yeah. I, loved, I love Donkey Kong. So I think it was one of those that came out and there was other games going on and I just sort of never got around to it. Um, I find that with a lot of DLC, it's like, ooh, or a pre-order with the like the pipe where when it comes out, I'm like, this is not a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sort of like, I want to beat a game, put a bow on it, and just sort of never think about it again, you know? So most see, of the time, that's, like... That's what, I'll just wait for the gold edition, you know? Yeah, then, then you get, yeah, if you're having a good time, you just keep on keeping on. But yeah, yeah. another October game, October 20th, so... Oof. Packing, packing up a lot. It's a scary. And, and they actually had. <laughs> did either of you check out the Ubisoft showcase today? I guess they did a deeper no, dive. No, I wasn't staying no. up. That was like one forty a.m. So. <laughs> oh geez, yeah. <laughs> and I had to, to be up there. at eight a.m. for this. So. Yeah, I always forget. But I think they confirmed all the composers that were working on it or something because it was sort of floating on and off whether or not one in particular was part of it or not. Mm. Yeah. But. Uh, Next up is uh, Little Noah, Scion of Paradise. Um, that actually looks sort of cute. It looks neat. Uh, I'm I think I'm to see what people say about it. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of saturated um, on roguelites, and I saw someone did like a little post saying it's got some very light monster taming elements. Like you don't keep them, but when you when you die, you can use some of the bring some of the ones you found with you for the next run. Oh, that's sort of, that's sort of cool. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I've been uh, playing Returnal, and uh, like I'm really digging the game. But then, like the, the the on the third run, I'm like, oh man, I'm already exhausted. Well, I tell you what, um, it's funny because uh, Alex was saying he really liked Returnal, but he didn't like, you know, because the runs are so darn long. Once you beat a certain boss, you get um, you get something that lets you sort of go to this other area, and that's like the true roguelike element it's like a tower and like the levels are like you go level by level and it's real lickety split fast and, and that feels more like a true roguelike um, oh, okay so if you do unlock that yeah, you might stick really with it like then, that I yeah I, I was definitely like get, getting in there and i'm like oh i don't i don't know if i'm in the mood for a, a roguelite right now like it, it just felt uh i don't know too much or or it's whatever okay. you know one of the couple, like there wasn't many, but there was a couple like shadow drops for this direct, and um, I don't really like shadow drops because I don't. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't plan accordingly. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> some some people have budgets to adhere to. Yeah. <laughs> some people well, already yeah. bought expensive Wii games, so they can't pick up some new Switch G-Shock games. <laughs> shadow drops are dangerous though, because like they can, it's they kind of like high it. risk, higher, you know. I yeah like. I sometimes I just don't think it's necessarily a good idea, especially if it's like a little game that like no one's heard of. If it's some hype one, people might be able to scrounge the money for it. But you know, there's certain games, especially the indie games in Australia, can be like thirty-seven fifty or like forty-five bucks even. And it's like, yeah, some of them. And it's like, or you can't be surprised that yeah, your your most important sales, which is usually the first week, isn't that good when you didn't give people any warning about it. Yeah. 
the, the best shadow drop I think of all time was a uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. I remember that came out. I was like, "Oh my god!" That was the quick. <laughs> that was the quickest forty bucks I ever spent. <laughs> I think Cuphead was a shadow drop on Switch, wasn't it? It mu- I think I got a code for that. But then one. Cuphead was established already, though, so yeah. I don't yeah, know that, if you can really hype, compare yeah. them. Yeah. It, the DLC think, comes out soon, doesn't it? I think it got delayed again. I can't remember, but I know like, oh, the most recent examples, but I think like Axiom Verge 2 was one that Shadow dropped mm. after an indie thing. Things like that. Yeah, I think NCAA's- people knew it was coming, though. Like, mm. cause that, Again, that's a little bit different, too, because I think I, there was a lot of people waiting for it. And and they, I remember yeah, the Shadow Drop, but actually, I think people like, were still waiting. Whenever the indie presentations are announced, I'm like, hope, you know, hopefully it's like before I get paid so I can just like wait and see if this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just, like, oh, just hold on to this so there might be a game to pick up. You should email that or put it in the next Nintendo survey. Uh, I want all directs to be to be the day after pay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Railgrade, uh, which is a management sim for railway systems. Train. Looks kind of neat if that's your thing. I tell you what, I think that game looks cool. Now, am I going to buy it? I don't know. But <laughs> I really like it looks super cool to me. I, I thought that and especially when like all of a sudden when they zoom out and they got like 14 million trains zipping around. Yeah, pretty detailed for sure. And I looked, I guess that's an epic games uh epic store game because i looked i was like oh i bet you that'd be a game on steam for like 10 bucks yeah I, i'm guessing it's not on steam no it was probably like uh published by epic i'm, I'm sure somebody else developed it and but yeah, yeah they like, probably it, put it on their store only though yeah it'll, and it'll probably be free like at yeah, some at point, some point. <laughs> like you know but, sign up for our store and you can have it for free but yeah that like you said, if you're into sim, I, I like sim games, you know, and this feels sort of like a different take on it. So this might be one. I think did it say 2023 uh, this fall? 20, oh, just fall. That yeah. might be one of those ones where, like, if it ends up being like 20 bucks or less and I've got nothing else going on, like, you know, might dip my toes in there. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Sonic Frontiers, which, uh, <laughs> again, yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not too worried about this one. <laughs> Even it's, even if I had any interest whatsoever in this, I'd be getting it on a different console. Like it's, it's just, gonna be so bad. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna like, and I they're I get what they're doing. They're like, look at this big beautiful world, and then you're gonna get in there, and you're gonna be like, oh my god, it's still is Sonic. It's still yep. Sonic, guys. Even if it looks cool. Um, real quick though, you did skip over RPG time, yeah. The Legend of Right. Oh, I must do that. Uh, yeah, I wrote it in there because you skipped oh, over. I saw RPG yeah. time and I was like, are there RPGs <laughs> coming up? What, yeah, is yeah. This, what does this mean? It's a game that's already released on Xbox, but now it's coming in August to the other platforms. And it's like the hand, it's like the hand-drawn one. So it's like this kid's little notebook. Oh, in here. Yeah, he right, made right. his own RPG in the notebook. So they're like, it's yes. 200 pages of adventure kind of thing. Yeah, so that's okay. really cool. Looks super cute. Again, probably not something I, I end up picking up, but... I mean, it is, yeah, it's like hand-drawn, pencil-drawing. Um, it Was yeah, it was it free cool. on Game Pass? Uh, I can't remember if that was one of the me. Game Pass ones or not. It, it seems like it would be potentially a good game, like it, a free Game Pass game, you know? Like, hey, people, tr- try this yeah. cool game out, you know? Yeah. Now, you're not a Sonic, uh, Sonic fan, are you, Paige? No, although I do have a code for like, you know, when Colors Ultimate came out. So I'm going to be talking about that on my Uh, channel soon. You monster. (laughs) 
and I got take, like, that must be one it. of those grenades that you take for when you really want a good game. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll grab Sonic Colors, but you got to put me pretty high up on the Xenoblade Chronicles list. <laughs> yes, it was it's like from I don't know because like now I, I held on to it for too long, so I don't think I'll get anything from them. But it was like there's this company that does publish like I'd give a lot of the Atlas stuff to Australian people, so. I was trying to like see if I could get monkey like so Sega and stuff. So I was trying to see if I could get Monkey Ball and that, but I did I didn't do my Sonic video in time, so <laughs> I don't know if they'll talk to me. Yeah, I, Monkey I, Ball I is that. one of those games too, right? Like I would love to play it, but I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta uh, you gotta petition Sega for more Game Pass and then you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Sega couldn't pay me money to play Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> <laughs> they could be like, here's a copy and here's two hundred dollars. I'd be like, guys. I'm good. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've I've never been. I've tried to I've tried to play a couple Sonic games and I'm like, I don't I don't know how anyone enjoys this crap. Yeah, I, I even bought I forget what it's called now. Uh pretty s- shortly after the Switch came out, um Mania? it was really it held in high regard as far as the Sonic game goes. Yeah. Um Mania. Mania, yeah, that's it, right? Like and it looked really it looked and sounded awesome, but the gameplay it is it, it yeah, is just, what it is, you know? Yeah. Just don't like it. Um, so yeah, I I was like, oh, I'm gonna start with a 3D game because like I just I just don't understand the 2D games. And then, oops, Sonic Colors is a mix of 2D and 3D. So <laughs> they were trying to wean you back into the real bad gameplay. <laughs> yep. And well, speaking next- of real bad gameplay, <laughs> <laughs> Disney Disney Dreamlight looks pretty rough. Oh man! Um, well, it's releasing in early access. In yeah, that was weird. I that's so like, is it a free to play game? Is it early access and pay thirty bucks first? Like, yeah, we is this the beta? A, like, are we bug, bug testing game. this? Maybe it's uh, we we can't get this game fixed, so we'll just stick it out there and see if people would be silly enough to uh, to pay for it. I said it, sure it's very Mickey much look- for the, the Disney adults because you can see like the characters that look like adults and they're wearing like their um, flannel their shirts. Flannels. St- yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying the other day. I was like, it feels weird. Like, make me more cartoony looking, if anything. Make me look like a Disney character, not just like a regular old person plopped in there. But I, um, I, ugh, I do I like how they how sad they made Scrooge McDuck and then Mickey Mouse look like one to one. And I was like, oh. Help them get their memories back. <laughs> um, I hope I want to see someone like because I never played the Magical Kingdom games either because like one got put to Switch, but it was just like I'm not paying ninety bucks for that. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I want to I want to see the review comparison between that and that, and I, I bet the 3ds game might somehow be better because <laughs> it's not in early yeah. access for one thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, to see a Nintendo like game released in early access or a game on a, a Nintendo Disney console early access. Game released in early yeah. access. Well, uh, this was one of the games I was zooming through. And uh, when I saw the Disney characters for a second, I'm like, uh, is this some kind of Kingdom Hearts game? What yeah. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 5.987. Kingdom Hearts Streamlight Valley yeah. in yeah. mobile and episodic format. <laughs> it's like, no, if you want to know what's going on in the story, you have to play the Sim. Ugh. God help us all. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we got the retro square uh, live live alive. Uh, so we live alive, alive. live alive, live alive, live alive. Um, I don't know. Was there any new information that was given? The like, demo uh, dropped. Right. Okay. That, that was the new. I was trying to think of what. 
Treehouse did a gameplay video because I was like, that was one thing. Um, not that I watched that because I was like, I'm gonna just play the demo. But um, one thing I missed about you know not having the E3 Nintendo is like they usually would have here's our big new game and now here's a Nintendo Treehouse live stream of the gameplay. So the closest thing we got was some live alive gameplay. Is that is that all that the Treehouse ended up showing? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, it's, it's weird. I know this game is pretty hyped up, um, and I was sort of lukewarm on it just because, right, like, what's there, seven or eight characters in different stories, and I was like, I just don't know if I'm going to want to play this for what will probably be, like, a bajillion hours, but I, I'm looking on how long well, to beat. Well, that's and- not a long one. <laughs> yeah, the 1994 ones, I mean, it's got sort of the, they indicate, I guess, you know, purple is sort of like, it, it's not like a, a lot of um, sort of times curated, but it's had yeah. 18 and a half hours to main story it. So if it's closer to 20 hours, then suddenly I'm far more interested because and a lot of people I just are like, oh, it's a week before um, Xenoblade and Digimon survive. How am I going to have time for it? And it's like, well, you might actually have time for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that to me, if this is 20 hours, like I said, my my interest level has skyrocketed. Um, I just figured each story would be five hours and also, you know, then all of a sudden they'd come together and it's another 10 or something crazy. Um, but I'm going to try out the demo for sure. Uh, and, and again, it's one of those demos that sort of carry over to the final game. Um, so I, I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, did you get to play any of it yet, Paige? Um, no, but I will soon. Um, Which one are you starting with? Uh, you've got, um, what's it? Uh Feudal, Je- I'm not feudal sure. China. I Edo I, I actually wanted to start in like with the caveman, Imperial but he's China. not in the demo. So <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to go like from the past to the future, like just like that, like full history, Con- chronologically. Yeah, but I, I can't do it with the demo. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm gonna probably check out Twilight of Edo Japan first and go from Be there. The ninja. But uh, but yeah, I I really want to play a two D HT game that doesn't stink on ice, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's not here to defend his game. Well, that's my, that's my because like I'm pretty sure this was a game that was because you know have the multiple characters converging and so it's like um, stories. It's like I wonder if I thought Octopath was sort of vaguely inspired by this. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that this is probably better, maybe. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Did they, the characters talk to each other in this game? So how much, how inspired could it be? <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Oh, what a dumb game! Uh, next up, we got. Uh, oh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Doraemon. 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 Story yeah. of Seasons. I I just saw Story of Seasons and thought, yeah. okay, Paige probably liked this one. Well, um, this so is I, this is like the Harvest Moon game now, right? Yes. Yeah, so basically, so the Harvest Moon series was um, Bokujo Monogatari. So like um branch story in japan um and then natsume did the localization for a while and then they were like no we're, we're getting mar- like we're getting in-house like marvelous to do it for us but natsume had the trademark to harvest moon so any games after a new beginning that are called harvest moon are not connected to the actual series they're just going hee hee we have the trademark we're gonna sell games yeah. we're harvest gonna moon. poach the so uninformed the, money yeah. yeah the story of seasons is the main line series um and Dragon this game Monster- looks super cute though yeah Doraemon Story of Seasons Friends of the Great Kingdom is actually a sequel because there was already a Doraemon Story of Seasons game I didn't play a lot of it because the mining system in that game was terrible it was sort of like some of the older games where it's like you save scum 
because there's only one hole to go down to the next floor so you like save scum to find where the hole is and then go down and that's taken like five ten minutes because he's so slow mm. and like i couldn't yeah. make progress without like, it was just like i'm not not playing it like it's <laughs> but yeah hopefully they fixed that. that because the game i like i said i just say that one thing because it's you know you're playing as like Nabito or Nabita, Nabita, I think. Um, you're a kid, so there's no romance in this one, and I, I like having my little trophy wife or husband in these games, <laughs> so <laughs> you have one less point of goal. Well, but I you do got, like the, a big the art style blue. is beautiful. Watercolor, that's one thing I liked about the game. Like the, the last Dry Monster at Seasons was just how beautiful it looked, it was like this really soft watercolor, and I do find a lot of the 3D farming games can look really off, so I like when they have an actual nice art style. And this one has co-op. Like it's in mm-hmm. local co-op, which the, um, the Story of Seasons series has never had actual proper co-op multiplayer. Um, so it's it's good to see that like Stardew was kicking the pants of the <laughs> original series and trying to get them to actually do some different things. Um, like having some in their comfort zone. Yeah. Um, so that, that'll be fun. And I was saying like those um, giant turnips, so you need two people to pull it. So that way it's like, yeah, if you're in cold, you're just already there to pull, pull the giant turnip out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, so, it looks, like you said, I love the art style. It looks, yeah. especially that one shot in the trailer when it's like the windmill and you sort of see like the mountains and sky and stuff. Um I haven't played a like a, a true Harvest Moon style game in in quite some time. So I, did it? It just said this year, right? It didn't give a date. Yeah, just this year. So and that's coming. Hopefully, it's not knocked over. PC and PlayStation as well. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, also on your list here, David. I know you're eager to get into uh, Dragon Quest, but oh, oh, is it this? Never mind. It might be. Oh yeah, no, Minecraft Legends. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they didn't show a lot of that at all. Um, like it was, it's kind of a very quick bit. And then it was like, you know, I, I'm still not even sure entirely what the game is based on, like the actual reveal where it was like, is this regular RTS? Is this city building plus RTS? Which, which is it? And then in the direct, they barely showed anything of it. So I, I will say though, the Minecraft games have come a long way because I remember looking like back when it really blew up, right? I was just like, this game is ugly man like <laughs> ugh. but like this like it i like they they made those voxel graphics and like it looks really nice they're taking their mountains of cash and doing something with it which is good yeah reinvest it and and i like that they're pushing it into all sorts of different kind of genres and stuff um yeah I, again probably not a game i'll end up playing but it definitely looks nice into uh, Casey's uh, game game of the direct uh, I'll just uh, nail a, f- a few out of the way here uh, no man's sky we knew it was coming to switch uh, I'm assuming that the only real information we got out of this is just the confirmation of the release date which is October 7th uh, we got uh, some cloud version of plague tale so we don't we don't really care Boo, cloud yeah 
but that's coming on October 18th. Um, portal. I feel like we knew that the portal portal was coming. And I, again, I think the only real reason that we saw it was because it was another shadow drop. Mm. Um, and then there was also one game shown in the sizzle reel, um, captain velvet and meteor, which looks like some little tactics game. With a great name. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's uh, like a, a, a shonen jump thing, right? Or something, right? It's Captain Velvet Meteor, the jump plus dimensions. I, I don't know. Alex was talking about it the other day, and I think it's based on some sort of popular franchise or something. Let me see. I could be speaking out my, my back end here, but I don't know. <laughs> it brings jump plus manga heroes. Okay, yeah. I guess it is. Yeah, so it, it might have like a real big fan base somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't recognize any of these characters, though. <laughs> <laughs> so not not on this what, podcast, what, anyway. <laughs> oh, can yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to... Okay, Jump Plus, what's that? Yeah, Shonen Jump Plus, which is the online... Okay, so yeah, we wouldn't... It, it's like the Shonen Jump web series characters mm. in, a, in, a, in a game together. So, so it's for the real big nerds out there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got three, uh, three left. I would say Th- three big ones. All, no, all, you mean uh, five? I added one. Yeah. Nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> Te- technically five. Uh, how about we start with the one you were excited with, Casey? Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures. Ooh-wee. Oh, this game looks amazing! I can't wait. I, oh, Dragon yep. Quest, right? Hey. Like getting some Pokemon vibes with your little party there. Jordan wasn't here to tell us because it looks like it might be a Dragon Quest Monsters style game. Yeah. I can, I, oh, it just looks so good. Monster I was hoping it would like have this kind of look to it. I, Dragon Quest is so good. Um, I like the idea, right? You're just going out, getting treasure, bringing it back, getting fat amount of money for all your <laughs> items, like in the millions, you know, like making you feel good. Um, it's like Pikmin I, 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wonder, like, just how much, like, is it going to just be like, a, hey, just go out there. It's super grindy in a good way, you know, just going out and hunting. Um, but it's also cool, right? Like, they showed you could, like, sort of fly over gaps with the help of different monsters. Or you could, like, yeah, you could mount on some to, to traverse quicker. You, they got you bouncing off slimes and stuff. So uh, this, um, yeah. Actually, I think it's um, not related to this, but it was so funny. Um, because when I played Dragon Quest Eight, I landed on the wrong side of one of the like the Western continent, and uh, so I totally like missed something. Because there was like there's a place where you can get um those like cheetah looking I forget what they're called in Dragon Quest, but like those cheetah looking monsters as a mount. So I like <laughs> beat the whole game before I found out that out. I'm like, oh my god, I could have been <laughs> so much faster. <laughs> Son of a gun, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, because like the, the Dragon Quest Monsters games are kind of expensive or hard to get. Like not all of them are in English, so it's good to get a new one that's like that. Um, and they've gone with like Eric from Dragon Quest Eleven and his sister as kids, I guess, to try and just get you know people who are interested in Dragon Quest Eleven to purchase it rather than having a new protagonist um yeah, that's december sense. so i will actually be getting that game clean. that'll be my christmas game <laughs> game probably yep, december 9th yeah you know, not, be... not, not too many things have a december release date yet so that's that's the one that's locked in yeah it looks yeah, really I always like a good early december game to sort yeah. of get you through the holidays right yeah um 
and yeah, so hope like if we're getting if we, they can give us Dragon Quest treasures, they can give us Dragon Quest Ten offline. Okay, mm. that's too much to ask. Well, yep. That would be cool. That would be real cool. Or or better yet, bring it online, you monsters. Yeah, that that's but you know, I feel like the offline, you know, there's your excuse for not translating it going away. Come on. I wonder, can you do like a VPN and like I mean I um, guess you could probably people do, but like they constantly have to like change Re- things around because it's very yeah. yeah it's very and you probably have like the worst latency ever. Probably. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I would love to check that game out, but I guess I'll just have to move to Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, I, I think we should end on uh, Final Factory. So maybe we'll go on with um, we got the personas. The so I, I think the wind was taken out of the sail on this. Uh, yeah. On this, yeah. like, oh, we got one more thing for you, and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, the thing that Sony um, said they were giving us. Yeah. <laughs> so. The thing that Atlas tweeted about one minute before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, two of the three games have have no actual release date. They'll just be, you know, one day we'll get to it. Mm. But it is good that they're doing um, a physical release for these ports as well. Yeah. Like, well, least, sorry, for five. I don't, for five Royal, I don't know about. <laughs> like yeah. I said, what they should do is put Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 4 Arena Ultimax as like a triple pack, but that would be smart, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here with that logic. Um, (laughs) I I was just waiting for it to be like, Persona 5 finally coming to the Switch. Base edition, you know? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that'd be funny. Not the Royal Edition. (laughs) And, like, that's what I was seriously waiting for. Like, oh, of course. You know, they give, like, the Joker is finally allowed in Smash. He's he's justified now. He's finally earned his stripes. He's he's like Cloud. He's finally come onto the Switch. So, now, like, probably (laughs) not a spinoff, so... (laughs) It'll probably be a full price game too, and I just yeah. saw it in GameStop for like ten bucks. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, sixty At least, bones. But you know, all that DLC costs a lot of money, and it comes with all that DLC. So, that yeah. oh, so it might be seventy dollars, especially, <laughs> especially. Um, I think the thing that knowing about the Royal DLC, like say the Royal version, you got the base game's original DLC, and then they had a ton more DLC, but. You had for the new character Kasumi. You had to purchase her DLC in a separate bundle, and I'm like, okay, maybe you do that for the old DLC that was free, just because you 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 want to charge money. But like, even if I bought, say, the Persona Q costumes, I wouldn't get her costume unless I bought her bundle. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because this DLC only came out for this game. So why isn't she just in that DLC package? It's because they know Persona fans are crazy. <laughs> they're like they'll double dip or or whatever yeah. they got to do. They want that money, and plus you get but, all your broken personas because you'll get all the free personas. <laughs> <laughs> like I I won't be purchasing any of these, uh, but I'm happy for the people who haven't been able to play it yet because they're definitely worth playing. But yeah, yeah I, I think saying- for me, I already played three and four, so there's no way I would do that. Um, and then five again, it'd be one of those I've played a bit of it. I need to replay this game. Or you really just need to find a hundred hours. Well, yeah, that's the only reason that's stopping me. It's like I know I'm gonna love it. I know it's a really great game. And like I said, I've played I don't I don't remember exactly how much. I'd guess around at least twenty hours. So like barely any. Um, but uh it's one of those I, why wouldn't I just get it for PlayStation, you know? Because it's gonna be way cheaper and it's probably gonna run better. Yeah. 
But and if it wasn't coming out in October, it might have been one of those like, well, everyone's or not everyone, but a lot of people are going to be playing this for the first time, like maybe a great time for me to jump in myself to sort of be part of that conversation again, probably played on the PlayStation, but October seems like it's it's filling up real quick. I, I said yeah, this, this, is, like one. this is possibly my late night feeding game. This is like the, yeah, like I well, especially a game that I've you played, only played the too. original Persona 5, so I hadn't played Royal yet. I do know pretty much what happens because my husband played it last year. But um, is it just a lot of like sort of like Morgana makes you go to bed a lot earlier in the original uh, base game? And they then, like, in Royal, added a they new sort of character. They've added an entire like extra social link semester um yeah there's more there's, they've added more than one character but like they've added one extra party member they've changed what happens with one particular character and then they've added like an extra big chunk of the story like towards the end mm. um so and then and then a bunch they've of improved the battle groups. system too yeah um yeah like unlimited like the ammo recharges between fights stuff like grapple hook like they've they've reworked like there's all that reworks but there's also story-wise there is a, bu- a bunch of extra stuff yeah um, like it's definitely you, you a huge can't improvement. Choose, you can't choose the Reaper with the flu season anymore, so mm. yeah. I'll have to play the game properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a huge improvement. Like a, a localization yeah, the, and a whole lot of things. I think the only reason you would play say to someone to play the original is that they really want to play Strikers, and that's a sequel to the original. It doesn't include any of the royal <laughs> story characters yeah. or anything, or because they got it for like free or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, just play Royal. Uh, there's a few things on this list. Uh, that, that, I don't know, Paige, if you want to yeah, go through those before we get into the, the mm. final game. So in the Japanese Direct, there was um, Ultra Kaiju Monster Farm, which is a monster, just a Monster Rancher series. Um, so that has been confirmed for an Asian release, meaning we might get like at least English subtitle version. Um, where So it's a Monster Rancher game. But they are big monsters. They are kaiju. They're big giant monsters. And you're like some little alien guy in a straw hat. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't pick up the Monster Rancher re-releases because it was like 45 Australian dollars for the two. Um, But I am very interested in this one. So like this one, even if it is about that same price for a new one, maybe I'll (laughs) – I I like big monsters and I do want to try out one of these games. Um, So I don't know if you guys saw anything about that. No, not me. No. Um, and then again in the Japanese direct, the Sizzle Reel had Grim Grimoire once more, which is a vanillaware PS2 game getting a remake, like a little remaster. Um, no English release date is confirmed for that yet, but hopefully mm. we get it. <laughs> and I just said, yeah, what, why? Like we put 13 Sentinels on Switch, now give us the rest of your catalog. Give, give us all of them. Yeah. As soon as you said vanillaware, I was like, okay, I want to play whatever it is. I don't, it doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Just make it English so <laughs> yeah, I can the, play the, it. The PS2 copies cost too much. I'd, I, I'd, like, it'll be cheaper, even if it is a $90 game. Well, they got it's a bunch cheaper. of PS Vita games that I wish yes. I could play on a bigger screen. So, mm. And then something that wasn't in the direct, um, but was officially finally actually confirmed for a Western release is. Um, Shin-chan, Me and the Professor on Summer Vacation, The Endless Seven-Day Journey, which is, so there's this Japanese-only series called um, Boku no Natsuyasumi, and that's like My Summer Vacation, basically, where it's just (laughs) a really cute little life sit where you just, you know, you're on summer vacation, you catch some bugs, 
you, you know, just, just, just your little boy just doing some of those fun, basic Japanese summer day activities. But this is your Crayon Shinchan, um, which is like a kid's show, although I've seen there's an adult spinoff as well. But like, <laughs> um, And there's dinosaurs in this one. So I'm happy that the series is getting an English release for once. And that's August as well. So I think August for me is that game and RPG time. Cool. Nice. Well, that's a, that's, that's a great title of a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll finish up with uh, my with standard David, game. For, I was going to say David's uh, game of the direct. Yeah. yeah Rune Fantasy um, or, or better known as Harvestella. Uh, so this is the yeah it's I guess it's all I could say is it looks like Square Enix's uh, you know answer to uh, hey what if you guys wanted to make something like Rune Factory mm-hmm. um, because it's a kind of fighting or it's a farming fighting farming uh, kind of simulation RPG. yeah life simulation RPG uh, so it looks pretty neat like the farming looks neat the uh, I'm a little concerned the farming might be a little basic but I guess we never know. Um, the story, crafting, sent, like, right? All that yeah, stuff. crafting. Uh, it looks like you'll go into dungeons and fight enemies and stuff, but it, it seems like it has a pretty elaborate story. Like they were showing, uh, so the player character, I guess you could choose the gender, like if you want a male yeah. or female. Um, and then there's like a scientist from the future that just kind of appeared in the, the village. Um, I and I think that. that the scientist lost their memory or something, so she's not even really sure why she's in the village or so- something. Classic that RPG. Don't, don't trust her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure, no good. Um, and then there's a few other like warrior types uh, in the village as well. Um, so it looks like there's like lots of personality to the game. Um, I'm interested in the death season. Like, I, I want a more hardcore game in this style. Like, you know, because it's like, oh, so when the seasons change, there'll be a season where you can't leave the village and you can't grow anything. And it's like, so how, yeah. how prepared how resourceful you have to be when you can grow stuff so yeah so that looks pretty neat you can't even leave can't even leave your house like it's uh you have to stay like indoors weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it definitely looks it looks beautiful and and yeah that was my first thought was yeah it's like oh this is definitely a rune factory style game right and it's i haven't played a rune factory game in a really long time um Cause, and I feel because I feel like sometimes right it, when they try and do like a little bit of both, they both sort of like like you said, they both sort of feel shallow and it's like you don't really get one aspect of the game that really stands out. But Jack of all trades, master of none. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping, you know, maybe, you know, Square, uh, they've been doing pretty good. So hopefully, you know, this this is uh, sort of lives up to the standards here. But yeah, sort of interesting, right? First time we're hearing about it, and it's coming out on November fourth. So, from yeah, that, announcement to that has uh, me launch. a little worried. It's like uh, we're only hearing about this now. It comes out in November. Is this one of those games where it's like the develop the you know the the people inside Square yeah, were playing the game it. and they're like, "Man, this game sucks. Let's just throw it out there." <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping it's just one of those where it's like it, it's got a market, but not a you know or a target audience, you know. Mm. And it's just maybe one of those, hey, instead of announcing it a year and a half or a year early and then, you know, maybe the the people pass it, you know, sort of casually interested in it, forget about it, where it's like, hey, we announce it. And then, you know, in in two months, they're going to start ramping up the, you know, advertisements and stuff. So it like never really leaves the front of your mind and then it's out and you could, you know, drop your money on it. 
It'd be funny if it was made by like the small team was tasked to making it and, and the management team like didn't even think they would get it done or something. <laughs> and it's oh, like, crud. Yeah. They, they come in like, here's our game. And they're like, oh, this is good. What? what? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it, we better I publish it's, this. It's definitely, uh, to me, it looks promising. So, yeah. Well, no, no, no kissing has been confirmed for this game yet, though. So, mm. we'll see. Page is, page is on the fence then. Yeah. yeah. Page needs more information. Yeah. yeah. If I don't have some like mermaid to marry and I have to keep her in my duck pond in my house and if a cyclone happens, she disappears until I build another duck pond, like, <laughs> is it really a game worth playing? I don't know. We're, we're, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get more information about it before uh, November 4th, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Man, this is uh, one of our longer episodes in a while. We're uh, pushing on the ninety minutes, and Jordan's not even here to take us out. So I gotta—I don't even remember the last time I did you, the. You outro. gotta give your best shot here. I gotta—I gotta. I'm—I'm I'm just gonna pass the buck and say, hey, Casey, you haven't—you uh, haven't plugged your podcast in a long time. Uh, maybe, maybe this is a good time to remind people of uh, the podcast that you're also on. That uh, I know everyone here would be uh, happy to listen to. Sure, yeah. Um, I do a weekly podcast focused on Nintendo, although uh, there's been quite a bit of non-Tendo as well, so you sort of get a little bit of everything. But Talk Nintendo podcast uh, releases every Thursday. Haven't missed an episode since 2016, and by that, it's when we started. We haven't missed an episode ever. Um, and we just recorded 303, so it's Perry, myself, and Alex, and you know, it's usually a pretty good, uh, good time. We talk games, we talk some news, Throwing a couple wacky segments every now and then, and um, yeah, you can get it on your pod uh, podcatchers everywhere. Yep, and Paige, uh, what, what I know you've been working on some stuff for your channel, and you're over at the RPG site as well. But anything in particular you'd like to plug? Yes, I think it's been a while since I've been on here to talk about the stuff I've done in the last few weeks. So I just <laughs> yeah. did a um, my own direct video. Um, I did a video talking about Mario Sports games. I finally reviewed Cubid Parasite and reviewed Dawn of the Monsters all on my my YouTube channel, which is Page G Guy. And um, RPG site, I'll be doing um, something to do like the demo on Live Alive. So that like won't be out when this comes out, but it'll be soon. Cool. Well, I I think I by passing the buck, I successfully. Uh managed to nail the outro so um <laughs> yeah i'm i'm happy with myself uh yeah i'm well, i've been sticking the patreon uh, oh yeah i could plug the patreon so yeah if you if you like what you hear there's some extra episodes that you probably haven't heard over at patreon.com slash the thirsty mage we've got some uh a podcast that we've got i think about eight or nine episodes on there and uh one day we'll add some more to it um, you also get the episodes uh, in advance. So uh, right now it's a few days in advance, but once we get a couple more banked, it'll be at least a week in advance going forward. Uh, so if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash the thirsty mage. Uh, and then there's also uh, the website, which uh, is slowed down a bit just because we've been focused on the podcast and stuff, but I will have uh, a, a review going up uh, by the time, I guess the day that this comes out, publicly um the review for said game will be live so you can head over to the thirstymage.com to read about uh 
I don't know if I should give it. It's, it's it's a visually visual sort of like a visual novel. Uh, that's that's about all I can say. It's it's being published by a company that uh, I I owe much to and have to keep happy. So, um, you know, longtime listeners will know who that is right away. So, uh, well, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But uh, I want to thank everyone for listening and thank uh, Casey and Paige for joining me tonight. And we'll uh, see everyone else uh, out uh, next week at the next Thirsty Mage. Bye. Bye. Adios.